Welcome to the Embody Your Knowing mini-series with your host, Jessica Jo Fisher. In these six episodes, I'm going to tell you all you need to know about Embody Your Knowing. It's the way we, as women, can fully step into ourselves and the truth of who we are. It's about you becoming the woman you are so that you can do the things you've longed to do in the way you've longed to do them and have all you desire in life. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Embody Your Knowing mini-series podcast. This is the penultimate episode. I love that word, penultimate. In this episode, we're talking about why it is that we, as women, are disconnected from our knowing, how it happens, why it has to happen, and what we can do about it. I'm Jessie. I'm your host for this podcast. Let's jump right in. So I like to think of this episode as the putting the feminism in the self-care and feminism part of this discussion. The truth is, feminism has been here the whole time. This idea that we, all of us, men and women, should be allowed to be fully human and be supported in our efforts to show up as ourself, as fully human, that is feminism. This whole conversation, this whole idea of embodying your knowing is inherently feminist. This episode today, though, it's going to be a bit more overt and expected in its feminism. Why? Because I'm talking about something called the fracture. The fracture is both something we experience and something we have within us. And it only exists to hold up a society and culture that assigns power and privilege to men and women unequally. The fracture is a pretty ingenious way to disempower women so that they're less likely to challenge a system that is built on the idea that they are less than. The fracture is also how women are disconnected from their knowing. So let's talk about what the fracture is and what we can do about it. Let me start this conversation about the fracture by presenting you with a hypothetical scenario and asking you a few questions. I want you to imagine a man who has just interviewed for a job, and he gets a phone call with an offer for that job. Now, this man knows that he is qualified or even overly qualified for this role. He knows, truly knows, what skills he brings, what experience he brings, what contributions and impact he brings, and he knows what his worth is, what his value is, what he deserves as salary for this role. Do you think that if, on this phone call, he is offered a lower position than the one he's qualified for, that he'll accept it? Probably not, right? Do you think that if he's offered a salary below what he knows he's worth, that he'll accept it? Probably not, right? And do you think that if he's offered both a position and a salary below what he knows he's qualified for and worth, that he'll accept it? He won't. He's not accepting that. He knows his worth and what he brings to the table. Now, if you're this company and you really want this man to take on this lower position and lower pay, you have one main tool in your tool belt. One thing you can try and control to get him on board with this. You can try and convince him that he is not as qualified as he knows he is that he is not as valuable as he knows he is, that all of those things he thought he knew, his skills, his experience, his worth, he got them wrong. 
if you can get him to doubt what he knows, then maybe, just maybe, you might have a chance to bring him on board. And as a company, how great would that be for you to have someone so qualified supporting you at a price that actually increases your profit because it costs you less? That's great. Not great for the man, but great for you as the company. This scenario is what happens with women in our society. We are the ones applying for the job. And our patriarchal society and culture is the company we're interviewing with. When we're born, we are connected to our knowing. We have that inner sense of who we are, of our purpose, of our worth. We're looking to the outside world to find our place and to understand how it all works. But instinctively, we are looking inward to our knowing because we have that inherent sense of our worth. We know who we are. We have that connection to our knowing. We come into this world like the man came into that interview, knowing how valuable we are, knowing what we have to offer, and therefore knowing what we'll accept and not accept. That is us, all of us, men and women. Now this poses a problem for the patriarchal society and culture that we live in, because a woman who is connected to her knowing and knows her worth and knows her value and knows herself she is not going to accept a role in a society that demeans that. But that's the only type of role a patriarchal society has to offer women. And in addition, the patriarchal culture and society is dependent on women taking up that role. Much like the company trying to convince the man that what he knows he doesn't actually know, our society and culture must do the same thing to us women. Otherwise, we won't participate. And if we don't participate, then that society ceases to exist as it is. Early on in our lives, as young, young girls, we are taught to disconnect from our knowing. This is a key part of the conditioning we get as girls in our society and culture. We are taught in so many ways to look outside ourselves for who we are and who we should be, for where our worth lies, for what's required of us to be valued. How many different ways were you taught that how you look, your appearance, your beauty, your body, determines your desirability and value? That's conditioning us to see our worth as being external. How many different ways were you taught that a good girl is kind and obedient and puts others first? That's conditioning us to find authority outside of ourselves. How many different ways were you taught what it meant to be a good girl or a good student or a good woman? That's conditioning us to look outside ourselves for guidance on who we need to be. When we reach the point where we take in these messages enough and they're reinforced to us enough that we start looking outside ourselves for guidance on what to do, how to act, what to choose, and we stop looking inside ourselves for those answers and stop looking to our knowing, that's when the fracture happens. That's when we have disconnected from our knowing. It happens when we are very young. The fracture ensures that we will put up the least amount of resistance and challenge to a society and culture that sees and treats us as less than we are. Not that we won't put up any resistance or challenge, but that it can ease the path that it can get some of the fight out of us, that it can make us question what we actually deeply know inside of us, that it can make us question our worth, 
question what we deserve, question what we know, question where we should look for our authority. So long as we have experienced the fracture and we have the fracture within us and are disconnected from our knowing, our patriarchal society and culture has a better chance of continuing as it is. This makes us going through the fracture incredibly important as part of our conditioning. Part of the conditioning we receive as women is that we take personal responsibility for a lot of things that are not our fault so that we will show up and care and serve. This is why we apologize so frequently. Have you ever had someone bump into you and then you turn around and apologize? My husband knocked over a glass of water once and I immediately said without thinking, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. And he looked at me like I was crazy because I was nowhere near him or that glass and could not have possibly had anything to do with that glass tipping over. So why on earth was I apologizing? Habit. Conditioning. Being disconnected from our knowing is one of these things that we as women often feel responsible for. How did I let this happen? Why didn't I do it right? Where was I not strong or confident enough to resist becoming disconnected? I hope that in talking about the fracture, you understand that this disconnection from your knowing is in no way your fault. And that it was also, in our society and culture as it stands, a near inevitability. I think we're making strides in that, right? In it being inevitability. I feel like the fractures are getting smaller and smaller and smaller over time. But your fracture happened when you were little. Very little. Too little to do anything about it. And also decades ago. Which means decades of progress ago. When we were in a different time than we are in now. We are not to blame for our fracture, but it is each of us who is responsible for healing our own fracture. This is yet one more problem women didn't create that we have to come and clean up and fix. Look, the fracture is just a fracture. It is not a break. We can heal our fracture. We can unlearn the conditioning that caused the fracture. We can learn to stop looking externally for our guidance, authority, worth, sense of self, and relearn how to go back to looking within, to connecting to our knowing fully without the fracture. How do we heal the fracture? You heal your fracture in the same way that you fully show up as who you are by engaging in the practice of and committing to the journey of embodying your knowing. All women raised in a patriarchal society and culture encounter the fracture. How deep it is, how it plays out, the stories that come along with it, all that varies from woman to woman. But we each have our fracture. And we can each heal our fracture through embodying our own knowing. It is my hope that I did not depress you with this episode. It's my hope that in raising the veil on why and how we become disconnected from our knowing and making it clear that it is not our fault and it is within our power to heal it, that you've become that much more inspired and committed to embodying your own knowing. The next episode, the last episode, is going to be all about that. You embodying your own knowing. 
So I'll leave it here for this episode, and we'll pick up this conversation in episode six. If you enjoyed this episode of the Embody Your Knowing miniseries, please share it with friends and loved ones that you know could benefit from it too. And if you haven't checked out all of the amazing supporting resources and information over on Instagram or on the Embody Your Knowing Essentials webpage, be sure to check those out too. You can find them all over at Instagram at Jessica Jo Fisher using the link in the bio. 